Reflect Now podcast. So glad that you have joined us. Uh, we're heading into episode three. I'd encourage you to catch up if you haven't. Uh, and this is really a space where we get to hear people's stories. Um, I think most of the feedback we've got is just how inspired people have been hearing about how everyday people within our community, um, people like you and me who are just following what God has called them to do as they reflect heaven here on earth. And so today I'm actually joined by Gordon. Gordon is uh, a partner here at City and he runs an amazing ministry uh, with his wife and team. And uh, he's going to tell us a bit about it. But Gordon, uh, as I introduce you, uh, if no one knows who Gordon is, if someone listening is uh, new to this, uh, who's Gordon? What are you all about? Thank you, Duncan. Yeah, my name is Gordon. Um, I run a ministry called Lachala Neti, which is a Tswana name for a real home. It's based in Mulder's Drift, and uh, we're in between a rehab and a recovery center. We call ourselves a reintegration center, um, where we take in people who have been heavily involved in addiction or just lost everything in life and need a hand up. And uh, we work through a recovery process, obviously a Christ-based uh, process, and we really trust most of all that in this process they find God, that when they come to us, they are loved, they are accepted no matter who they are, warts and all, you know, they come just the way they are and that God loves us that exact same way, you know, while we hate him and fight in him, we, we are loved. And, and when they experience that and their lives changes, what, what our prayer and desire is to see a life really changed and, and really turned around and yeah it's uh it's an interesting road to walk yeah amazing mm. and um before we jump into a conversation because i love having conversations with you you have so many just amazing stories of mm. uh, how god has taken you through this journey um we often will break the ice in our conversation mm. just with a, a little bit of a get to know we call it this or that okay. um, so i'm going to give you some options all right uh, this or that and you tell us what you would prefer, okay. um, what would be your choice, your preference. All so right. first one is easy. I even gave you the example. Uh, a bush holiday or a beach holiday? Bush holiday. Um, a text or a phone call? Phone call. Um, Old school. Ooh, yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> just hear your voice, especially in COVID, yeah. people need, <laughs> exactly. need to see it now. Um, a book or a movie? A movie. I can't read except the Bible. <laughs> we, 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 don't, we won't worry about that. that okay. As long as you got that one under the belt, we'll be all right. All right. Um, our other one is old music or new music? Bit of both, okay. believe it or not. Yeah. A little bit neutral. Hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think so much of this is, you know, taking it into our conversation, even as we had spoken before. Hmm. Um, I think I'm always just struck whenever we speak or whenever hmm. you share what's, you know, how you guys mm. got the farm, how you guys were led mm. by God to this. How this mm. was, you know, running a reintegration uh, program was never necessarily a part of your original plan, and yet God has just taken you to this. True. Um, there's just the story and journey of God's faithfulness mm. um, through everything, and sometimes even in the midst of, hey, we don't get it right, we're even faithless ourselves. And even uh, mm. just sharing around kind of your uh, heart behind uh, mm. helping out um, these uh, guys who arrive on the farm where literally they're down and out and in need of, you know, mm. they're at rock bottom. Um, mm. So often we get to our rock bottom moments because of our faithlessness, because yes. we've followed our own path. We haven't taken the, the path that God has called us to. Mm. Um, I think just to dive a little bit more into 
kind of yoga as philosophy mm. and process and and just how you really you know how you really build this mm. thing uh, as a Christ-based thing and really he is the mm. answer to any of us for someone who maybe isn't as acquainted mm. with um, problems of addiction or trauma or some of the mm. things that um, you have people arrive on your doorstep with yeah. um, give us some pictures around what that can look like from start to finish in the ideal world okay. because you have stuff mm. that's coming your way that's hectic yeah. um, and you know it's how, how did you guys start how did you adapt your process mm. what were some of the key ingredients that you realized hey this is actually how God's going to mm. move, move this person from that space um, into knowing him mm. okay it's not a, a simple process and I don't think there's any process that works because it's about change you know so we prefer to take in people who want change and want help because I've learned I can't change anyone. You can't really change anyone. I'd love to change my wife. She hopes I would change, mm. but we can only really change ourselves. And, and to me, I learned in the early days that God is the, the person that changes. He, yeah. His spirit touches people's hearts and melts them and, and, and changes them into a good, soft, fleshy heart. So, I see our role more of facilitating that process that people arrive at our doorstep broken. Um, they've been in places where a lot of us maybe haven't been in life. They've done things that they really regret, that they're embarrassed, that they're ashamed of. Um, and it's a hard process to accept that. Mm. And uh, we work the Celebrate Recovery process. Um, which is a 12-step program, has the eight Beatitudes of the Bible in it, which helps you to get to the core of the issue. So mm. to me, every person at some stage, I'm sure, has had a real broken heart. And mm. you need to get to that heart issue yeah. to be able to help person. And I, and I find it's generally um, a form of rejection is what I call the heart issue behind everything. Um, so it could be parents getting divorced. It could be your, your spouse leaving you. It could be bullied at school. It's hundreds of things and a mm. mixture of things. Um, like myself and my own personal experiences in my younger days. And that shapes and molds you into this individual with your walls and barriers. And um, people come very closed up and very hurt and very broken. And I found no matter what I do, I can't change that. But I know encouraging and loving and accepting and showing grace and mercy, which God does, is what melts and changes that heart. And mm. the guys will come to church and wow, you know, and everyone comes back after their first week and they say, hey, we loved it and it was great, you know. It's been a bit different with lockdown now um, and we're missing that a bit. And, and a lot of them then give their life to the Lord or some of them make a recommitment. And that's when you can really work with the individual because mm. um, we, we need grace. Mm. We need it daily. Um, but you need to be forgiven and then you need to forgive, which is the hard part. They battle to forgive themselves. They'll forgive their parents or forgive others, but they battle to forgive mm. themselves for what they do. And that's a bit of a process to, to work through. Um, but once that turning spot comes, to me, I can look at them and I can 
see them in that T-shirt, being there, done it, got the T-shirt, that the old life is a thing of the past and the new to come. Yes, there's struggles, there's battles, it's, mm-hmm. and, and there's a lot of challenges on the way, but you can see that change. You can see the lights come on, and, and those people who choose that way and choose to change are the ones who go out and do well. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've got an amazing testimony, a guy coming family day this Saturday to share Sure, he's seven years clean now. He's busy doing his MBA and he's um, director of an IT company. Ooh. Started off, came to me from prison, from a government rehab, arrived at our farm, checkers packed with his life belongings, tattoos, middle age. I thought, sure, where's this guy ever going to get a job? And he never applied for a job. He spent a whole year with us, and when he was ready, God opened the door, and the perfect job came, and he started as a telephonic IT salesperson. Worked myself out to team leader of the sales team, to manager of the sales team. And I think two years ago, he was made a director, and um, as I said, he's, he's studying his MBA Madness. I so, mean, it's so encouraging. And that's what God can do, yeah. you see. And he was patient. You know, I'm a difficult person and, and I expect and I want things now and there, you know, and, and a lot of people are like that, you know, we want now. And and God has everything so perfectly planned and we lose sight of that, I think, um, that he knows exactly what's good at the right time. And, and we have to persevere and be patient <laughs> And sometimes kick the sand or kick the dog, even if it gets that bad. Um, and, and he opens the doors. And I think, well, I don't think, I, I know he sees our heart. And, and when our hearts are ready, he can work with us, you know. So my heart's not ready. He can't change me or do anything because I'll just rebel and be otherwise and mess things up, which I normally do. But if I'm there and I'm led by the Spirit, God can use you then. You know, in any situation, in a decision on the farm, you know, a guy might come and sit down and, and start talking about stuff and, and God will just give you the wisdom to assess what's the core of the problem or to point it out and say, hey, you know, maybe it's this and let's start at that basic point. So to me, it's be it's critical just to be led by the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. to let the Spirit um, move and it's quite sad you know because we get so caught up in all the pressures and we often lose sight of that and we need to keep reminding Lord you know sure forgive me Holy Spirit come just grant me the wisdom give me the peace help me in this situation and he does he's mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing I've learned is, is this God is so faithful yeah. God has never ever let me down and I don't believe he ever ever will um, I let him down and, and I make mistakes and I'm human and I get annoyed sometimes. I, even today, I, I almost lost my temper with someone, which isn't a good example. Um, and I had to stand back and say, well, you know, mm. let's, let's meet and chat. And then, you know, the grace came in and the Holy Spirit came and led us and, and guided us in the conversation, you know. so I think so often we get in our, our own way, isn't it? That yes. We, we, we can drop the ball, we can get it, get our heart not in the right place, putting mm-hmm. up that obstacle, getting in the way. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you've spoken about the journey and you really, you're dealing in 
in hectic transformation. You get to mm. see it up front, mm. um, close and personal. Yeah. Um, and there's so many success stories mm. like you just mentioned. But I think also there's the other side, and, and I know that this is true for mm. you guys. There have been the cases that didn't work out. There's been a the lot case, of those too. In the cases yeah. where it doesn't go mm. where we would want to see it go. Mm. And so often, you know, how, how then in the midst of that kind of disappointment, because that's obviously mm-hmm. a place you and your team will find yourselves in. How have you? How do you guard against that getting in the way of the journey and, and what God's called you to do? It's definitely a, a tough place, you know. So I think of Gavin, our counsellor, the first person who counselled when they relapsed and went back, I'd say going back to their vomit, you know. Um, he struggled with it and, and he took it personally, you know, and we do. I remember when the first guy that I'd helped and he got a job and I bought him a scooter and he's going to work and he pawned it and used it and went back to him old self. Um, I was devastated. It took me two months to actually come right and for God to say, but Gordon's not about you. Mm. You know, it's about others. Because we're always so self-centered and think it's, it's all about me, but it's not. So so that's one thing. And, and what we do in the farm is, we realize, you know, it's not a forced thing. It's like getting to know Christ. You know, when we're ready, the door will open, you know. Um, and it's maybe just not their time. And we need to love them and forgive them and set them free. And I always believe and I know in my heart that everyone who comes to Lacha, whether they're a success story or not, God's touched their hearts mm-hmm. in some way and that moment will be a reminder for the rest of their life until they come back. And I encourage my team because I know guys have phoned me after three months, six months, a year and say, hey, Gordon, you know, sorry for the way I left, <laughs> you know, or stealing your stuff or whatever the case is, you know. But I've come clean, I've got a job, and I say, well, let's meet for coffee if they're in the area, you know. And I say, we've always loved you, we've always forgiven you, we've always prayed that this day will come. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're happy for you. So we need to learn to accept those failures, but not to me, see, it's not really a failure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a bad choice they made once again. And, and to just have hope that God and the seed that's planted will be watered somewhere else. Amazing. So, yeah. I think that, uh, that's, that's so important to hold that thing so lightly to, this isn't mine, this is God's. Yes. This isn't, I'm mm. not the one who does the saving, He does. Exactly. Yeah. that doesn't stop me when things don't go the way mm. we think they should. Mm. It doesn't stop me from the action He's called me to. It doesn't change, it might, mm. I might learn from it, I might adapt how mm. we go about it, but at the end of the day, when the next person arrives, mm. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna hold that baggage against them mm. in how and hold back in terms of what God's called us to do. Yeah. Um, and just as we wrap up, mm. I think so much of your story is that it speaks about God's faithfulness. Mm. It speaks about the journey you take people on around transformation, giving yeah. them over and saying, you know what, God, you do mm. this. This is about you. Yeah. Um, what do you think anyone hearing your story uh, should walk away with? What do you think the encouragement or the challenge is to every person? I think the biggest thing is never give up. Don't let your weaknesses hold you back. Focus on the good points. Trust the Lord. Just 
Trust him, give it to him. He will lead you, he will guide you, he will equip you, and, and he will provide for you too. So from financial to spiritual to wisdom to whatever it might be, he will give you what you need when you need it. Just just hang in there. It's easy, and I've come to those moments where I wanted to give up and thought, sure, yeah, another guy's relapsed. You know, I'm wasting my time. No, you're not. We're dealing with people. We're dealing with people's lives. God's creation there in front of you, you know. Um, and that's what you need to remember. And it, it's not about us. It's about them. So, Thank yeah. Thanks so much, Gordon. Thank um, you, Duncan. I really do mm. hope that this has spoken to you. It's a story mm. of uh, God's timing, God's faithfulness. Mm. It's a story of um, keeping on the good fight, not not out of what the outcome is, knowing that actually the battle is God's. Mm. We're just soldiers in the equation and called to do what we do. Um, I encourage mm. you to share this. I'd encourage you to um, subscribe, continue to be uh, follow along with us mm. as new episodes come out. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Reflect Now. Um, we will see you very soon. Goodbye.